0: Welcome to the 10 Loans a Month podcast, where mortgage brokers become business owners. And now, your host, Scott Peckford. Hey, Broker Nation. Welcome to the 10 Loans a Month podcast, where mortgage brokers become business owners. I'm your host, Scott Peckford. Are you drowning in leads? Are you stressed out? Are you like, oh my gosh, I just can't keep up. I'm working crazy hours. I can't get everything done. And there's a couple of things you're thinking about this one, maybe you could just work more hours, work the 7080 hour work weeks, or maybe you could be like, I need to hire somebody that would help me. And maybe that someone can help you or maybe you're just doing too many things. Recently, I was talking to one of my coaching clients, and this guy did 100 loans, his name is Real, and he did 100 loans last year. And he's no assistant, which is an insane number of mortgages to do with no assistant. Now he's got very good processes, you know, he's using technology, he's got good referral partners. So then the, he's not dealing with like online leads where they're a low closing rate and you got to call hundreds of them to get one to close. So he got good quality leads, he's got fantastic systems, he's got great work ethic, good attention to detail, and he's funded 100 loans and he's like, I'm drowning here and what should I do? And so we had a conversation and I said, you need to stop phoning your leads he's like, what do you mean? I can't do that. I said, well, let me explain what we do in our business and maybe this will help you with yours. And so I went on to explain to him. So in our business, my business partner, Jules, and so she's doing more than 10 loans a month. And so she does not phone her leads. She doesn't call any of the leads that come in. So when a lead comes into the office, whether it's they call the office line, whether they text her, usually they don't text her because we've kind of trained our clients not to do that. But if they email, however they come in through the, the website, what ends up happening is Jules sends that to her assistant, Becky, to her client care specialist, and Becky phones all the leads. So all the leads are getting called, just not by you necessarily. And so this is what I said to Riel. I'm like, Riel, you should not be phoning all these people. Like, this is fantastic. What happens is so Becky reaches out, she calls the client, we have a script that we have her go through. She calls the these leads when they come in. And then she books a phone call into Jules, my business partner's calendar. So all of Jules' discovery calls are booked. There's no like, hey, Bing. I'm in the middle of working on a file. I get a lead come in. I'm like, oh my gosh, I better call this person. Stop what I'm doing. Make the phone call, switching tasks, make myself mentally exhausted. Go back, where was I in that file again? Oh my gosh, I got to problem solve this. Or the phone rings, you pick it up and you're like, I've got to always answer it. You don't always have to answer it and you don't have to call back your clients. You think you do. And maybe some of you are like, Scott, I've already figured this out. Some of the top brokers that I, friends of mine, like Bernadette Laxamana you don't phone and get Bernadette on the phone, right? And her policy is no docs, no talk, which means they've not only have they talked to someone else, they've got the application, they've got the application pre-underwritten, and then they talk to Bernadette. Now, if that sounds insane to you, you have to remember this doesn't work if you have a business that's online lead-based. It has to be referral-based because online leads will not go jump through all those hurdles to work with you. But if you have a really strong referral business, you can do this. And so this is what we've done with our business, with Jules, is that we have it set up so that she... When all leads come in, she does not talk to the lead at all. And so on that initial phone call, so Becky does this initial call with them. She goes, like I said, she goes through the series of questions. And then at the end, she's like, hey, if you want to make that conversation more valuable, when you have that discovery call with Jules, I can get you a link sent so that you can fill out an application before the phone call. They're like, oh, this sounds great. So then what ends up happening is is 80% of the time before Jules even gets on the phone with that client, they have an application and a good chunk of the documents that they need in order to underwrite that file. So you imagine right now, if you're get on the phone call, you don't know where this person is, if you can even help them, you have to interrupt whatever you were doing and start working on it versus you show up on Monday morning and you're like, oh, I look at all my calendar and I'm like, okay, strategy session, strategy session, discovery call, discovery call. And you just sit there and you just bang them all out. It's so much more effective. So what I talked to Riel about and what we're working on with him and his business is getting him away from having to make those phone calls because you don't need to make them. Somebody does for sure. Like if you don't call your leads, well, you will go out of business, but you do not need to be the person to call them. So a couple of big takeaways from this whole idea or strategy for you first is no one cares who calls them. They do not care as long as somebody does. When you call your dentist's office or your lawyer's office, are you like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they didn't call me back. No, you don't care as long as somebody calls you back. And in fact, the quicker they call you back, the better. So you're not going to be offended by this. And we routinely do this with all kinds of other industries. And yet somehow in the mortgage business, we've convinced ourselves that it has to be us. Not true. The other thing is it does, it can eliminate phone tags. So imagine you're busy. If you're, if you're already drowning in deals, somebody calls you, you can't get out on the phone with them. You're in a meeting, you're already talking to somebody, whatever you're doing, you phone them back, you get their voicemail, then they call you back. It kills all the phone tag. Phone tag is absolutely horrible. So don't do the phone tag so that you eliminate this. It also makes you a pro. So the third thing is, is that you'll become by scheduling all your calls, they're like, I'm dealing with a professional here. I'm not dealing with somebody who's like working out of the back of their car, being like, hey, I can get you a mortgage. And it raises your profile to your clients. And so I would encourage you to think about these things. First, no one cares who calls them as long as somebody does. It's a better client experience because it eliminates phone tag. Your assistant can often do it faster than you can. The client doesn't have to wait. And then you don't have to be reactive in your business. There's no more reacting to like, oh my gosh, do I have to like get interrupted 40 times a day? So I would encourage you to think about this. If you're at that stage in your business where you're like, man, I just can't keep up. If you have somebody on your team that can do this for you, get them to do it. If you don't have somebody on your team, then you maybe that's the next step for you is you need to actually get a team member, somebody to help you to take this over so that you can then continue to grow and not have to work 70, 80 hour work weeks. Hope you find that helpful, useful. In the next episode, I'm going to be talking about what do circus dogs and top mortgage brokers have in common? And you might be like, Scott, they both like to bite realtors. That's not true. Circus dogs don't like to bite realtors. Maybe some mortgage brokers do. But I'm going to share with you, you know, after having hundreds of clients go through our coaching program, what is the one characteristic, the one personality trait that is common in all of our most successful coaching clients? I'm going to talk about what that trait is in that next episode. And so, yeah, thank you so much for checking this out. So if you could do me a huge favor, go to iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast, leave a review for this show. If you do, you'll get three deals next week for sure. Guaranteed like, well, that's not true. I can't guarantee that, but it would be totally awesome if you did. We check out all the reviews, we read them and that doesn't matter whether you're reviewing the show from Canada, the US, wherever, Australia, New Zealand, because iTunes actually has different platforms for each of those communities or those areas. So please leave us a review. We check out them all and we would love to hear from you guys. So thank you so much for checking out this episode.